like scary stories If you like tasty beers Open up your mouth holes And open up your ears For... So about 10-ish days ago. Okay. 10-ish uh, days, days ago. ago. From 10-ish when? 10-ish days ago from record or from drop? From drop. Okay. I'm in the future. Okay. I'm telling you this from the future. Okay. Or from the past. In the future. Yep. Yep. Um, time slips. The time there, is an illuminati construct. Yep. Exactly. So you're Listen hearing this Listen back a couple of weeks ago. Time slips. Have a good time. Yeah, join yes. our Patreon. Learn all about it. Yep. So 10 days ago from when you are listening to this, dear listeners. Uh, there is this great story out of New Zealand about this family who uh, they were their owners of, of fishies. Of fishies? Of they fishies. Own fishies. We and are the fishies. Two does. No. Okay. Oh. But their house was repeatedly targeted, according to this article, by a burglar who stole the fishy foods. Stole fishy foods? They're like, this is very weird. Okay. So. Oh my God. They're taking care of the family's fish. I have a theory. You have a theory. And I bet you're, I'm about to confirm it. Yeah, yeah. So they were so confused because it's like, look, we're going to leave. We left like fish food, which are fishy flakes, on the counter of my uh, my house, like in front of the fish. And then like every morning I get up and it's fucking gone. What the hell? So they're like, we're going to find this. Because one night they thought they heard something and they're like, we're going oh, to catch the criminal burglar. in the act. No, they didn't see the burglar. They didn't know where to find it. They're like, we're going to get this person. So they're going to set up like a camera. Gotcha. They're gonna Sting camera. operation. Sting operation. Chris Hansen. Stake out. Yes. They caught the Lord burglar on camera. And guess who it was? It was the fish jumping out of the bowl, eating the food, jumping back in. It was, was, a, was it a cat? cat. It was a cat. <laughs> <laughs> cat burglar. The actual cat burglar was a cat burglar. Um, it was a, like so good. There's a little white. Them. It was a little white floofster. Oh, little floofies. Yeah, they're trying to find the the owner of said floofster if there is an owner that to said floofster. That floofster don't need no owners. That floofster um, is an independent floofster taking care of themselves. Yes. So they have a little uh, kitty doggy door in the house and they actually have it set up so it's like at nighttime it's magnetized so you can't really push in or out. This cat uses the power of Christ to push itself oh. through the magnetized door Incredible. for those fishy flakes. It wants it. Unbelievable. Yeah. So that's the quiet. Was that cute? Wife, I have a question yes, for dear. you. Hi. This seems like an incredible story that was made to delight our your co-host and mine. Fancy tune-up. Why, why, why the tuna-centric story? Oh my god! Do I have a reason for you? Whoa. What is it? It's tuna's birthday! It's tuna's birthday! Happy happy birthday! I'm gonna make a poo. Happy happy birthday! I don't need to be involved in that. You can do no, it you too. No, you are. Happy birthday, you. To you. Yay! Yay! Lost steam on that. That's right. Birthday was yesterday. Right. Right. Technically, yeah. yeah. Technically, but technically, but this is but this is birthday episode. Yes, it's my birthday so episode. This is a, a day where we episode. celebrate tuna. Yes, we have the fanciest of days. Yes, and I'm here for it. We're I'm going so to wear top hats day. and use monocles. Wait, do you want to wear the crown? Would you like? Spats? I mean, there's gonna be no picture or anything, but no, no. Good. You're like, do I have to take a picture? <laughs> like, definitely give me a headache. Perhaps a fancy bodice. I don't know what that is. What is it? A bodice. I don't know what it is. It's like a corset. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
So no, she doesn't want to break my ribs and push my tits into my chin. I was just trying to think of things. Look, that were her fancy. boobs are big enough. Do you yeah, want to make them bigger and like mother to death? Just she's gonna die suffocate. Well, what's other fancy clothes that would girls? A fascinator. Attached to the, to the side of your head. There you go. You would look good in a fancy fascinator. I think he was like a bodice. I don't know what that is. but I just heard it in old timey <laughs> shows. <laughs> and it's yeah. like something fancy people wore. Oh, there is a no. romance centric bookstore in Culver City called The Ripped Bodice. Oh. Oh, my. Yeah. Oh, my. Oh my. It's like a whole section of romance literature, a bodice ripper. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I force porn. Did you know force porn? I've never uh, experienced that type of uh, literature porn before. Oh, I, I'm not a big pornographer reader. Oh, gotcha. So I'm not well versed in the ripping of bodices. Anyway, that, that I mean, I can see that. I can see that. It's it's also not my go-to. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people pay me to read these books. True. So there you go. Yeah. But uh, you know what is a bodice ripper? What? Hi! <laughs> ah, it's a short one. Welcome to the Booze and Brews podcast. We are the podcast where we tell each other ghost stories. We drink thematically appropriate beer. And once a year, everything is about me! <laughs> ah, it's my day! This is this is her day. It's so, my day. I was very excited about it. You, As you should be. Yeah. And so since 2020, is, year of the tuna. That's right. Not year of the rat. No, year of the tuna. Flippy floppy fishy time. It's a tuna year. Everybody That's good. has That's my a new theme fun. song. And drinks a lot, a lot of, of beer. beer. Yay! I dig it. So, because we are doing all things fancy. Yeah. I got to pick the episode topic. Yeah. Yep. Which I had a lot of uh, trouble picking It on. did take you a long time it took to me a come long up. Because I was like, I was going to do uh, cryptids. Yep. Um, I did. I just made us do time slips, which is yep. like a big one for me. You know, I was gonna make us do a whole deep dive into the Illuminati, but it was like way too fucking oh, much. Shit. Speaking of um, time I slips, I would be very expe- excited um, for that. I saw one on a, a potential time slip on the old TikTok. Oh Somebody no. posted a clip from some movie from 2004, and swear to God, it looks like a dude's wearing iPods or oh, AirPods. Oh, AirPods. AirPods, like walking down the street. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, speaking of time slips, watch our video Patreon this month. It's about more time slips. Yeah. Uh, slipping through time. Slip but that's not what we're doing today. No. no. Today, the topic I have chosen is more unsolved mysteries. Yes. Because I fucking love that shit. Yes. You love a mystery that cannot or has not, not been solved. I love a mystery that has not been solved. It's right. not one that cannot Sometimes be solved. Sometimes it's radioactive bananas, as we discovered with the Diet Love Pass. Right. Hell yeah, yeah. But it's, this is not a radioactive banana. Okay. No, but so to celebrate... Uh, Unsolved Mysteries yeah. with Robert Stack. Yes. Uh, I. With tuna Stack. Tuna Stack. stack I, Mom, will start this episode. Yeah, do it. I, I honestly don't know because I told her what I was doing. So I don't know what she's doing and I'm very excited. Well, friend, I am pleased. I am well pleased. Chuffed to uh, bits. I'm positively chuffed. I'm positively chuffed to tell you, friend, the unsolved. Uh, my, my, my tickle's been stinkled. It's actually not a British story, but I'm oh. here to tell it you. It is now. It is now. The unsolved mystery of Roland T. Owen and the mystery of room 1046. Oh, room I don't 1046. know what this is. Oh, this is a good one. Oh, okay. I think so. I'm oh, excited. That's nice. I'm oh. excited. So. Yay. Um, on the second day of the year, in the year of our Lord, 1935. Okay. 
A man described as being between the ages of 20 and 35 checked himself into the hotel president in Kansas City, Missouri okay. under the name Roland T. Owen from Los Angeles, California. Oh, God. Oh, Rolios. Mm. Rolio. He was described as having a cauliflowered left ear. Okay, he's a boxer. And a large scar that ran along the side of his head. He could okay. have been a wrestler. Rising man. He's a Bond villain. His yeah. ear. So um, that he combed uh, his dark brown hair over. So he mm. had a noticeable scar. It and went above his ear and he tried to like cover it up. And he's doing the comb over. A little bit. Yeah, with, yeah. And he had dark brown hair. Okay. People thought, as you mentioned, he looked like a boxer or a wrestler, some sort of fighter based mm-hmm. on okay. appearances okay. alone. I'm a muscle man. Um, he was wearing, as he checked in, he was wearing a black overcoat and carried no luggage. Oh, no luggage. And in three short days, this man would be dead and his murder unsolved to this day. Oh, my God. I'm calling it right now. Prostitute. Hookers. Yep. Yep. Um, so when hookers, <laughs> the d- tastiest of filthy hooers, 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 hookers. So when Roland checked in, where are they? Missouri, 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 Kansas City, Missouri. Okay. Uh, so when Roland checked in, he requested an interior room that was a couple floors up. An there was, interior room. Interior Who requests room. that shit. Exactly. It's all oh. part of the mystery. This is Scooby Doo you know shit. Who requests that room? People are about People to who die. People want to fuck whores. Mm-hmm. People who are about to that die. That don't need a beachfront view. Give me one on the inside. I'm here to fuck the whores. Yeah. That's how I fuck. That, that's how I fuck and laugh. Cause I like to have a good time. Um. <laughs> Have a good time. I'm here for a good time. That, that's me having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there was a room similar to the one requested um, up on the 10th floor. 10th floor, room 1046. Okay. Um, 10th is in the middle? Apparently of this big hotel. Big ass hotel. Yeah. What year is this again? You 1935. 35. Yes. It's a big ass hotel. Yes. Um, so the bellboy uh, showed him to his room. Mm-hmm. So in the elevator on the way up to the 10th floor, the conversation was light and, and nothing out of the ordinary. Hey, Roland- bus boy, you have a fuck a whore? <laughs> What's your favorite part of fucking whores, bellboy? You ever done it in the pooper? I'm about to do it. I'm about to. Would you like to know more things about my <laughs> oh, no, sex life? No, I would not. So in the elevator on the way up, <laughs> Roland was complaining to the bellboy that the Muhlenbach Hotel across the street um, had tried to charge him five whole dollars a night to stay there. So he left and came to the hotel president. Five dollars? Five dollars. What am I made of money? The audacity. <laughs> that did the reverse math. It's like 90 bucks today. Okay, I don't know how much hotel rooms go for in Missouri, but 90 bucks like will not get you a Motel 6 out here. It's true. <laughs> but when you're trying to just a fuck whores, maybe. It's true. Maybe by the hour. It's by really the hour. eating into my whore budget. Because what I want to be doing is eating out. Wow. 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 Oh, Happy birthday. Get out. Jesus. Birthday veto. I, I like, I was midway through it and I was like, I got to eject on this one. <laughs> and then my brain nope, just went, nope. why? Uh, why bother? I'm going to get sand myself right into this. Right into it. <laughs> so the, uh, they arrive to the room. The bellboy unlocks the door and presents Roland with the key. Mm-hmm. Uh, he saw Roland scope out the room, which was nine by 12 feet. 
uh, in size with a small telephone stand, a dresser, writing table and chair, and an easy chair. Your very basic right. run-of-the-mill room. Sure. Um, and a bed, I Roland, assume. the bellboy, then saw Roland go into the bathroom where he took out of his coat... A giant shit. A black comb. <laughs> he was keeping his shit in his In his coat. pocket. <laughs> he was waiting until he got to a toilet. And then he, he was like, now I can flush now this. Now I can flush this. Um, he took out a black comb, black hairbrush... in Springfield. And, <laughs> and toothpaste and placed these items above the sink. And that was it. Okay. Okay. Those were so his he has no luggage. He's a comb and toothbrush. He has a comb, and brush, brush, and toothpaste. Not even a toothbrush. Toothpaste. Oh, brushes his teeth Just with a hair comb. comb. Hair with brush the... and hair comb. Yes, and toothpaste. Cares more about his hair than he does his, than teeth. his teeth. This All is right. the 30s. All right, sense. bro. Um, Weird flex, bro. Yes. Uh, Roland left the hotel again and wasn't seen by staff until later that day. Uh, he was next seen a couple hours later by the maid named Mary Soptic. Uh, Mary went to clean room 1046 and was surprised to find Owen inside because at this point in the afternoon, she thought, oh, everybody's out and about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because okay. Kansas, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kansas City is a bustling city with yeah. shit to do. People are out there finding their hooers. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, the curtains were closed. Kansas City, here I come. Yes. Literally, um, I'm about to. There it is. <laughs> the curtains were closed, so no outside light could get in, and the only light in the room came from the desk lamp on the writing desk. All right. Uh-oh. He's Roland, a vampire. <laughs> there it is. Roland now now we're getting somewhere. Appeared worried or maybe afraid when Mary walked in on him. Oh. He's uh, like mid jack. Probably. He's like yeah. dicks in his hand. He's like, <laughs> he's, like uh, he's like halfway down the shaft. Like, yeah, he's like <laughs> Nothing to see here. Like <laughs> a lemur with like big eyes. <laughs> <laughs> uh Mary, seeing probably dick in hand, she was like, I can come back. Yeah. When more can You need a moment. You clearly need at least two more minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and he goes, no, no, no. It's fine. I'm about to leave myself. So finish up cleaning here. But when you leave, don't lock the door behind you. Please leave it unlocked. I'm expecting somebody. Okay. Who worse? Who worse? Yeah. Um, so when Mary returned later. So the way that this hotel works, and it's kind of have it in your head. Mary would come in the morning-ish, and she would clean the room, take the towels. She would come back later in the afternoon with fresh towels only. So the laundry didn't work in a normal way where it's like you take dirty towels, replace them with clean ones. Gotcha. It was, they probably only had one set of towels. So like, I'll take your towels, I'll wash them, I'll bring them back. And they'll bring them yeah. back. That makes yeah. sense. So this is why she goes There's to no the room. There's no Bed Bath & Beyond. It's 1935. Right. I mean, these, yeah. these it's in the, we're in the middle of a depression. These towels are a yeah. commodity. There was the textile factory you had to go to in the old days. Exactly. That's not a bed bath and beyond anymore. It's just towel land. And that didn't have a ring to it. You're almost television Scott Bakula. Yeah. Hello. (laughs) It's me. Have you ever this is television Scott Bakula (laughs) for Towel Land. (laughs) Do you need a towel? Come Come to to my land. You'll be pleased to know there's a land for you. It's called Towel Land. It's called Towel Land. It's called Television Scott Bakula's Towel, towel Land. Land. I have been Television Scott Bakula. Enjoy my towels. Yes. Um, so anyway, when Mary returned later that afternoon, about 4 p.m., um, she, the door was still unlocked. So she was just like, okay. So she walked in thinking maybe uh, Roland wasn't there. She walked in and was surprised to find him fully clothed and asleep on top of his bed. Like, so uh, he wasn't like... He's a vampire! He's a vampire! He's a vampire! Das he's, vampire. he's not snuggled under the sheets das or anything. Costume. So, costume. so he is just laying on top of his bed. So she drops off the towels Spooky and she, house. she notices... Spooky house! Spooky house! Pony hund! Pony hund! 
So she notices a note on the writing oh, table. Note. She's so she, reading his note? She was. And so she's oh, like, oh, what's this? Sneaky. sneaky bitch. So she's like, sneaky, sneaky. So what she sees is a note that says, Don, I will be back in 15 minutes. Don? Don. 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 D-O-N. D-O-N. That was not this guy's name. No, Roland. So he's yeah. clearly leaving a note for somebody. Or because remember he said, "Leave the door unlocked. I'm, I'm expecting, expecting someone. someone." This Don could have been the person that he was expecting. So the note on the desk said, "Don, I will be back in 15 minutes. Wait." And that's all it said. Um, Mary thought that was weird, so she was just like, "It is all right. This is weird." But the next day, only going to get weirder. It's only going to get weirder for poor all Roland. Right. I'm ready. I'm ready. January third. Mary arrives at 10.30 in the morning to clean the room and remove the towels. Mm -hmm. The door is locked, so she assumed from the outside. So she assumed that Roland was out. Uh, She uses her master key to open it and walks in on Roland sitting alone in the dark. Now, the door is locked from the outside, which means somebody locked locked him in. Roland in his own room. Yes. And he was on the phone when she arrived. So he's been locked into his own room. He is alone in the dark. He's ordering Postmates. He is ordering Postmates. No, he's not because... Just throw my hamburger in through the window. No, no, because no, he's in the inside. They can't even throw it through the window. Yeah. This makes no sense. So while... Fax me the hamburger. <laughs> There's no fax. This is in 1935. Alexander Graham Bell mashed the hamburger through the tubes of the telephone. Sho- Ahoy! Shove it through. Ahoy! Isn't that what he wanted to say when you answered the phone? I don't know. Isn't that was his original plan? Was he would answer the phone ahoy. ahoy? But then like someone else answered the first phone call and they said hello. And Why then that became our thing. Ahoy Play stick. stick. Yeah. Ahoy is so good. Ahoy. We're gonna make ahoy relevant. Yeah. Here we go. We'll answer our phones make ahoy. ahoy again. Yeah. Um, so uh, anyway. <laughs> the door so she walks in and while she's in the room cleaning, Roland gets a phone call. And so she But only, he was already on the phone. Sorry, she was. He was either on the phone. I think he gets the phone call while he's in oh, the room. Okay. But she, oh, while she's he's, just sitting there alone in the dark. While she's cleaning, so she's cleaning in the room while he's like kind mm-hmm. of in the dark again, drawn shut. He's only got like a lamp. It's mostly dark in there because it's a very dim lamp. Gotcha. So she only hears overhears half the conversation, and she hears Roland say, "No, Don, I don't want to eat. I'm not hungry. I just had breakfast." Because he's a vampire. Pause. No, I'm not hungry. And at that time, she was done cleaning the room. So she was just like, I'm going to leave you. Right, you and Don mm-hmm. figure your, yeah, so she your leaves. brunch plans out. Yep, she leaves. And uh, later that day, she goes to deliver the fresh towels. As she walks up to the door, she hears the sound of two men talking in Roland's room. Okay. She knocks on the door, doesn't want to interrupt. Figured it out. Don is a whoer. He's male whoer. He's a male whoer. And he goes, I'm not hungry because he's not hungry for that D. He just ate D. He just ate D. He doesn't need more. Full of salty goodness. Yeah, he doesn't need any more. Not at the moment. Don is Don King. Oh, I don't want to eat. I'm going to be weighed down for my work. I have to make weight. Yeah, I have to make weight. Let's keep listening and see where it goes. We've got two competing theories. Let's see what the facts. I think we have three competing theories. We have gay whoer, gay whoers, boxing, boxing, Das Vampir, Vampir. Okay, Das Vampir in Spookenhaus. She Mary knocks on the door, and an unknown voice goes, "Who is it?" Oh, it's Don. She said, I have fresh towels and a rough voice. This is how she described it. A rough voice responded, we don't need any towels. Even though Mary knows there are no towels in that room because she took them all away when she went that morning. So she was like, 
Okay, okay. I'm gonna leave you. You know two what, bitch? Alone? You don't want my fucking towels? You don't get my towels. So she's yeah, like, Yeah, okay. no towels for yeah. You don't need my towels. I'm going to leave. Room 1047 is gonna get double towels. Yeah. So later that evening, about 11 p.m., uh, a city worker was flagged down by a man who he would, who the city worker would later identify as Roland, walking or sorry, running down the street in nothing but an undershirt, even though we're in the middle of winter. An he undershirt? Has, no was coat? It, was oh he, my god, he's no shirt. Bruin? He's Donald Duck. Yeah, no, his wiener hangs out. No, no, no. He's wearing pants. He's just got no shirt or coat on. Oh, okay. you said just, just like, an undershirt. No, I was like, immediately went the okay. same way. He's doing them wiener hangs. Yeah, so I, like he's just wiener hanging out. No, down Donald Duckin. Sorry, I, I set this up and okay. I and I did not deliver. Okay, he's I in his skibbies. He's in his skibbies. So basically, he's wearing pants, but no like shirt and no jacket. Even though we're in the middle. Oh, of, he's uh, fully the, dressed on the bottom half. Yes, yes, okay. yes. Mm. Um, he's only a top nudist. <laughs> so but it that is odd in itself because here we are in the middle of winter yeah um, i mean it would, it's 35 it would be odd in summertime in summer yeah um the man identified as roland had a deep scratch on his arm and told the city worker i'll kill that expletive tomorrow oh do we know what the expletive was Ooh. don't know what the expletive was um Hoover? <laughs> dick sucker fuck face mm. Sure. Sheep fucker? Sheep fucker. Well, when uh, Roland never got the chance to kill that sheep fucker because um, we can only assume that the sheep fucker got to him first. Oh, no. Because now we are on to January 4th. The beginning of the end of the story of poor Mr. Roland oh, Owen. No, oh, no. Poor Rolio. Rolio. Um, at 7 o'clock that evening of no- January 4th, the phone operator, because again, this is the 30s uh-huh. and there is such a thing. Mm-hmm. The phone operator noticed that the phone in room 1046 was off its hook. When it was still off the hook, 10 minutes later, she asked one of the bellboys to go and hang it up or go have the person hang it up. Gotcha. Because she can tell he's not on a yeah, call. Yes. Because she, she hasn't like, connected them. Yeah. Exactly. Because it's ye old time. Because ye older times. Ahoy. 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 so the bellboy um goes upstairs to the room 1046 he finds the door locked and the do not disturb sign on the door okay okay Okay. so bellboy but he was given a task bellboy knocks loudly he's a boy on a mission he's on a mission he's trying to complete his mission so bellboy loudly knocks gets no response he tries again and this time hears a voice tell him to come in but the the voice gruff it's just, a, it doesn't just a explain voice. the voice. Just it's a just voice. a voice okay. saying, come in. Well, the door, as we know, is locked. And he's like, um, so he knocks bitch, again. door is locked. And he's like, dude, knock, knock. And the same voice said, turn on the lights. Finally, the bellboy got sick of knocking on this fucking door because the door's still locked. This, this mysterious voice is like, come in and then turn on the lights. But the door is he's locked. sitting there in the dark. Right. Back so to he stops knocking. And so when no one came to the door or responded, he just shouted, put the back on the hook and he left he's like oh my, my job God. here is done angsty <laughs> he's like there's nothing done. more mission i can completed. fucking do here mission accomplished check it off my to-do list that's right check so he uh the bellboy goes back down and says um you know what I, there's guys probably drunk in there that's probably what it is because this is what happened so i just yelled at him to turn or to yeah. hang it up um, probably not the first time this kid has done this by the way probably um so an hour later the phone is still off the hook and so the uh, phone operator sends another bellboy one with a little more gumption to gotcha. like do things <laughs> one gotcha. with a saw one that she will... sends a bus man yeah <laughs> the bellman um so she sends another bellman this time who also finds the room locked um but he takes it one step further 
So he's like, well, I've got a master key. So I, you know what? If he does, no yeah, one's he knocking, that fucking door in. he's like, I'm going to unlock the door and I'm going to, I'm going to put the phone back on the hook. Yeah. So what he does, he uses his master key to unlock the door. Mm-hmm. Um, inside he finds Roland naked on the bed with what appeared to be dark shadows on and in the bed sheets. Uh, the phone stand had been knocked over. Shadows. So the bellboy fixed it, locked the door and told the supervisor, uh, he's drunk and naked on the bed. Spoiler. He wasn't drunk. He but was he was dead. naked on the bed. He Fully was naked, naked this time. Yes, he's not now, just Donald Duckin. Yes, no, he is completely naked on the bed. Yeah. And instead of like turning on a light, seeing what's up, he Hold opens the door, sees a naked man on the bed. The bellman goes, "Well, clearly this man is drunk because drunk people are the ones that lay naked on a bed. Yeah. And the dark spots on the sheets should doesn't pissed. cause for he concern. Should pissed himself. Knocked over shit. That's fine. I'm just gonna pick it up, hang it up, and this. You know, what? I don't make enough money to figure out what this this is. Yeah. Right. So now we are on to the very early morning hours of January fifth. All right. Uh, Phone operator notices again. The phone is now off the hook. One more time. Someone got back in the room. So the door is locked from the outside. The outside. The only person in that room is Roland. But he was passed out on the bed. Was he? So again, another bellboy goes up. This time it's the Uh same bellboy. Okay. As the one that was just like the bellman. Not the bellman. The bellboy. Bellboy. Okay. So the bellboy goes up. The one who's had it with you having the phone (laughs) off the hook. Yes. So he goes up again. The door is still locked. And he was like, I'm going to take a note out of the bell man's page. I'm going to use my master key. I'm going to open up. I'm going to figure out what the fuck is going on. Yeah, I'm a man too. So he lets himself in and this time finds Roland two feet from the door on his hands and knees, holding his bloody hand head in his hands. The light was turned on. So the bellman turned on the light. The phone was... Um, Put back on the hook. So again, bellboy doesn't think anything is wrong. He will have a man bleeding from the head on his hands and knees, naked, holding his head, blood. And he's like, well, I got to hang up the phone. So he, he turns, was a man on a mission. Yeah. So he turned, I've got one job to do and the job is to hang up. It's yeah. not to deal with bloody I'm naked I'm not being men. distracted by your dingle downs. No. I'm hanging, I'm the hanging up the phone. So he turns the lights on, walks over, picks up the phone stand, puts the phone back on the hook and that's where he turns and finds blood Everywhere. everywhere 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 so he goes don't make enough for this so he runs well, out no you don't he goes i'm gonna find my manager this person gets more money so he like runs he downstairs say like sir will you please hang back up your phone he like sees someone on their hands and knees like the on room. the phone <laughs> yeah and he so goes well, like well this idiot's not gonna yeah, do it my gal do it myself so that's when he notices all the blood so he runs back down to the manager and goes oh my god there's blood everywhere so the police are called okay um, and they could now because the phone was back on the hook. Yeah, yes, exactly. So uh, when police arrived um, on the scene a few minutes later, they found Roland. Um, again, this time he was too close to the door where they actually couldn't push it in. So they had to like really push force his body. They had to like knock him over. Over because I think he's trying to escape. Uh-huh. Um, very, very slowly. So they found trying him. Trying to like catapult, crawl, crawl his way yeah. out. Um, so when they found Roland, he had a cord wrapped around his neck. Oh shit! Wrists and ankles had been stabbed. Hog-tied. Had been stabbed dozens of times. Wrists f- and ankles. He had a fractured skull and bruising around his neck, as if he was strangled. Was as he well. hogtied when the dude came in before? No. He didn't look. He didn't look. Bus boy didn't look. Bus- didn't look. But here's the thing: if he was, how did he free himself? Hmm. But he had the Christ wounds. Hmm. 
I know. So Wait, he what was, do you mean? Mm-hmm. He was no, he's not a Christ. Oh, person. okay. He I didn't was, know if there was like some no, Jesus component no to this no, thing no, that you were about no. to drop on. I didn't understand your Christ wounds. He had the wrists and ankles. But like the he was tied. Is, is tied. Oh, I he's tied. You know he's not stabs. stabbed. No, he was stabbed, he stabbed a, bunch. a bunch of times. Oh, I thought the stabs were in the in the. No, no. What had no, happened no stigmata. was no. He was tied up and stabbed. Yeah, yeah. He was no, hogtied in seven. Sure. Not hogtied. A billion times. Yeah. Uh, or it could have been hogtied. But how did he escape? Because hmm. yeah, when I hear wrists and ankles, I think hogtied and neck. Yes, that one's a tough one. Nudies. That like submissive thing where your arms are behind yeah, you, yeah, 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 you're the, up in the, the back and the you can't put your head. head yeah, everyone sees it. Yeah, we're, yeah. Yep, everyone's lived a life. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. So everyone's lived a life. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Judgments. Get yours. Um. But Roland wasn't dead yet. Uh, he was actually still conscious when police found him. When police bonked him in the head with the door they, like, a thousand his times ass trying to get, get in the goddamn room. Open up in there. I've been stabbed a million times. Well, let us in there and we'll help you. So police. I'm up here. Police asked Roland who was in the room with him. Roland said nobody. Police said, did you try suicide? No. I tried suicide by stabbing myself a dozen and times. Tied, well, I hogtied t- hog t- myself, myself and then tried to stab me. No, I, I definitely did the stabbies first and then and I tied I, myself. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Um, and the police go, how did you get hurt? And Roland said, I fell against the bathtub. I fell down. He then falls into a coma and never wakes up. I, I fell into the bathtub. That's what he said. My bathtub is full of knives. Exactly. <laughs> I fell into my knife bathtub. You ever take a knife bath? So, it's why I don't eat towels. It's incredibly exfoliating. So now <laughs> Roland is dead. Reveal skin's freshest layer. The investigation the, the muscle. into his murder begins, but quickly hits tons of dead ends. Oh, God. Well, one, first they're like, all right, we need to call Los Angeles and say, look, we've got a man Who named Roland, Roland yeah. T. Owens. He's from Los Angeles. He is deceased. The um, police in Los Angeles go, no, we don't have anybody by that name. And they go, huh? That's weird. So Roland T. Um, Owens is not even a real man. Is not even his real name. So then they decide, they're like, wait, that bellboy said he was staying at the hotel across the street. Or he tried Let's to, Let's take yeah. a look. Yeah. Oh, he did for one night and they were trying to charge him $5. Yeah, and he's not going to take that huh? $5. So then what happened, they go across the street to the Muehlebach Hotel and they say, no, no, he checked in under the name Eugene Scott from Los Angeles. Call into Los Angeles. There nobody is named Eugene Scott nobody either. Named I like, Eugene I Scott. like the thought that you could just call Los Angeles and ask if there's someone there named bring, bring. Eugene Scott. Hello, Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah. Now they'd be like, "Are you fucking yeah. kidding?" You let me look up at my uh, my Filofax and yeah. see if I can find yeah. a Eugene my Scott. My Rolodex is yeah. telling me there's one Eugene Scott, but yeah. he moved to Bakersfield yeah. three years ago. Bring, bring. Um, Hello, Bakersfield. <laughs> so it turns out that that too was a false name. So who even is? Rolling Rolling Owen. T. Owens. Um, we don't know who at this point we don't know who he is We've and never a learned. search of like other cities like they checked even Kansas City. Are there any Yields, photographs of it? Nothing. So they don't really have photos. Fo- so they the police at this point released a sketch saying, Do you know this man? And they put it in like all the Kansas City newspapers. Um, we can post a bunch of it when we post um pictures for the episode. But it's like this very basic looking dude and then yeah. they also have a picture it's like generic white dude one of his like death 
picture essentially that they oh put God, in the it's newspaper a picture like it's like a really shittily 1935 photograph yeah. of him like on the autopsy table so you can see and be like does anybody know but it's a side profile picture so you're like nah, could uh-huh. be this uh-huh. so white dude. Just, yeah he does just look like a dude a, dude. a yeah. white dude so when they um were, were doing this a ton of people came forward to be like nope it's this person no i think it's this person but every check determines no it's not any of these people that they think it is so we still at this point, don't really know who he is. And other, than, search- other than you just have to do a search of people who weren't hungry that day and yeah. don't like getting breakfast. Yeah, because he's not <laughs> That'll hungry. That'll narrow the search. With friends named Don. You know yeah. anybody named Don? Do you like eating breakfast? What do you know about the murder? So a search of the room. Do you like to take knife baths? Yeah. <laughs> I hear they're exfoliating. Um, <laughs> do you own a toothbrush? No. 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 Do you own toothpaste? Yes. yes. This he is just our man. eats toothpaste. That's why he wasn't hungry. I'm not, I'm not. Um, so a search of the room. He's not hungry because he was eating, eating toothpaste. toothpaste. Yeah. He's just eating peppermint um, patties, man. Same shit. Yielded nothing. Toothpaste candy. No clothes were found in the room. <laughs> Every day, just squeezing a whole tube into his mouth. Yeah. Really and he's just going like, nom, 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 sitting nom. on his bed naked, but nom, 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 nom. I, can, I don't um, know why that's tickling me so much. It's really making me laugh. So she's like deep throating the tooth. <laughs> <laughs> um, no clothes at all were found in the room. All soap, shampoo, and towels were gone. No weapon was found. The police only found a hairpin, safety pin, cigarette, and small unused bottle of dilute sulfuric acid. Oh, interesting. And uh, four small fingerprints near the phone, which they think may have been female, but they were never identified. Oh, but the deep who voice. But who is the deep voice? And do we know what he was tied up with? Just as a court. Okay. Um, so they, you know. Oh, like a they, really sad story is actually forming itself in my head. So I'm yeah, going to continue so going. You, they you try tell to yours. Find, they try to find who this mysterious Don is, but shocker, Don's a very common fucking name. Yeah. So they're like, I don't they even know just where call to Los begin. Angeles and ask if there was a, a Don. Don. They're like, yeah, we have hundreds. Um, yeah, we have a dozen. Yeah. <laughs> what so, he wants to do about it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's older in times. There are like 12 of them. <laughs> so they don't know who this Don person is. They still don't know who Roland actually is. So after months, I think this is now March, they post an article or they write an article in the newspaper saying we are going to bury John Doe uh-huh. mm-hmm. um, in this cem- in a potter's John Doe field. Rolio. John Doe Rolio in a potter's field on this day. They mm-hmm. get an anonymous, the police receive an anonymous letter saying, no, don't do that. I'm going to pay for a funeral. I'm going to give him a proper funeral. Okay. So somebody pays. They don't know who. Okay. So this could be the mysterious someone Don. connected. Could also just be a good Samaritan. Yes. Who's just like, he exactly. deserved better than that. Right. But what's very odd is so they give him a proper funeral and also anonymously, somebody donated a dozen roses with a card that read, Love Forever, Louise. Who the oh, fuck is Louise? Love I bet her fingerprints are on that Louise. fucking phone. Yep. Love forever. Yeah. Bullshit. I'm dead, bitch. But they still don't know to this day who the mysterious Louise was either. And Never mind. Not, I have no theory. I don't understand Why don't they call this. Kansas City and say who sold roses today? You can call mm. Los Angeles and ask for Dawn. This yeah. seems like a, a yeah. thing you could do. Yeah. So. You could. You couldn't ask the the, uh, uh, the 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 phone operator who Don is that you connected the call. Yeah, no, I don't know how the records were kept back in the thirties. Is it possible that olden time cops were stupid? Is it possible that olden time cops didn't care? Maybe like modern you know, cops. Yeah. <laughs> 
I also wonder if it's one of this those things. This seems like where, it's going to be a lot of work. I also wonder if it's one of those things where if she, if they said, hey, pay attention to where this phone call comes in from, she could have done it. Yeah. But like after the fact, she's like, I don't fucking remember where that came right? from. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I wonder if you've records like, of any Yeah, of that I bet stuff. there's they not. And if didn't. she's got like 20 phone calls in an hour, mm-hmm. I'm sure she's just like, I don't fucking know. Yeah. That's and a what good if it point. was on a party line? Exactly. Yeah. We I don't it was know. Doris Day and Rock Hudson. They did it. They, they did killed it. him. Mm-hmm. Um, Pillow talk to my so, fucking knife. <laughs> <laughs> so the case. That was a very deep Doris Day. That, joke. Was, that was good. Uh, the case stayed cold for a year and a half until somebody from Alabama read an article in the uh, magazine American Weekly and said, hey, that boy looks like my friend's son who's been missing since 1934. What the so fuck? So they get oh, Kansas City recognizes Police Rolio. recognizes Rolio. So Kansas City Police um, correspond with this woman from Alabama. And a few months later, two years now after Roland's death, newspaper, some newspapers declared that Roland T. Owen, his name is actually really Artemis Ogletree. Oh, my God. That from, is such a better fucking name. name right? From Birmingham, Alabama. And he was only 17 years old. Oh, no. Did they think he that... He looks m- like he's fucking 40 in those yeah. pictures. Well, well, Older time living was hard. They said, like, what? Between 15 and 30? 20 and 35. People said he looks 20, and other people were like, he looks 35. And he might have been 17. 17. If it is Artemis Ogletree, he was only 17 years old. Now, oh, this, and then he was a male hooer. Yeah. He lived fast. But now even Live this... Fast. Leave a good-looking corpse. But so the scar, and the mom said looking. that scar above his head was explained as a result of a childhood accident. She's like, yep, he had a scar that went from here to here, and it was because of blah, blah, blah that happened when he was a kid. And police are like, solved. Um, there was no fingerprints or anything done. So it, it's possible. It is still even isn't Artemis Ogletree. So, and they don't know why he ran off. And no. he was missing for like a year before he showed before up Before he hotel. showed up in Kansas City, Talking and to Don, not wanting to, to Don, have breakfast. Not wanting getting to have flowers breakfast. from Louise. Getting, getting flowers, flowers from Louise. Po- posthumous flowers from Louise. Um, but even that's a bit weird because according to Artemis's mom. Um, Artemom. Artemom. She was Cardamom. getting letters from Artemis um, from after he was dead. So if he did, is, she continue to get letters. Like yes, did she send money or anything? Like no. was somebody trying to so what happened was, her for cash? No. So what was happening is after he ran away, I'm, I'm assuming he ran away from home, uh-huh. or was like out trying to get I'm a better to make my life. fortune. Yeah. So I'm going to see this great big world. So he goes off and he does oh, wait, write. He's from I'm all see me this big old world. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna slice me off a piece of this world. I'm gonna eat it all up. Nom nom. I'm so, gonna. I'm gonna find a man named Don. I'm gonna not eat breakfast with him. Take a knife bath because I'm American. Ain't nobody gonna stop me. That's right. I'm American. I'm gonna eat that whole tube of toothpaste. Can't nobody stop me. <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna poop myself into bed. Hog time on dick. So, Don't care. I'm gonna. My story is two seconds from being done. Okay. Well, finish it. Shh. Don't make the face. Just tell the story. <laughs> I I hate you. Um. Anyway, so Mama was saying that after he Artemis ran away, he she was still getting letters from him, but these letters were handwritten and they sounded like they were in Artemis's voice. Post Roland's death in into 1935, she still received at least three letters from somebody claiming to be Artemis, but these letters were typed. 
And they were not in any sort of war- like they didn't use the right slang. They didn't sound like Roland at all. Gotcha. And they had Hello, such I fanciful stories. It's me, and there Artemis. were so fanciful stories. Like he ran away to Cairo and he married this Egyptian princess and yeah. now he's dead. Like that's what it was. I got like. caught up in a gambling scheme in Monte Carlo. <laughs> it's pretty much like it was like such insane craziness that she got J. Edgar Hoover in on the case. The FBI I'm couldn't, the Lindbergh baby. Couldn't figure out what was going on why she was getting letters they didn't ask for any money but they were trying to keep up this ruse but that she, artemis was alive but she thinks the original letters she got were, were from, from him because she would probably recognize his handwriting if they're yeah. handwritten and, and like, his and his folksy alabama isms yeah. yeah uh so but but the later letters which is why she got the fbi involved didn't sound like him at all and they were typed and it felt very weird but again why would you one kill a 17 year old kid two why continue would you some continue ruse of him some ruse? Alive. But then they make you don't it want up. him to look. You don't want anyone to look, look for him. him. Were any of the letters from Kansas City? I wonder. No, uh, they don't know. I don't know if they they could trace it again. I don't know how good yeah. like Postmarks that kind were. of shit was. Weird. Um, but yeah, and it looks like we'll never know who Artemis Ogletree, if that is actually we'll Roland T. Artemis, if that is your real name, Artemis we'll never Ogletree know. is an amazing name. It's yeah. very good. That is an amazing name. Yeah. That is an amazing story. Yeah. I think probably, I'm going to say, was teenage male prostitute. Okay. Became vampire. Mm-hmm. Died. Died. I like Stake. it. Stake through the heart. And the for and initial staking, blame. they accidentally went through the head, and that's why it didn't take. Oh, I see. That's why I didn't yeah. quite die. You need to die later. Yeah. It's all, and that's why you can take a knife bath because he's a, a vampire. He, yeah, you yeah, yeah. That's why all the blood around the room was. Yeah. Leftovers. Leftovers. Le- leftovers. <laughs> I've already eaten Don. <laughs> oh, anyway, going really back uh, quick, you mentioned all the blood in the room. Um, like when the police investigated the wounds and stuff on him, he was stabbed like six to seven hours before they found him. So when that fucking bellboy went in and was just like, nothing to see here, he was like, bleeding out stabbed. in the bed. They could have saved him. Had wow. he actually turned on the light and actually looked. Yipes a hootie. Well, it wasn't um, his job. Well, yeah, no, wasn't his job. he does not just, get paid enough there to, hang up a phone, to deal man. that. Yeah, man. Um, which What's brings me to my beer, which is Tank 7 American Saison from Boulevard Brewing Company, which is from Kansas City, yeah. which is why I selected it. Oh, I thought you because they thought he was drunk and he was tanked. Oh, that's a good so one. They, sure. you know what? And he was stabbed work. seven times. And he was stabbed seven, seven times. Yeah. Um, on no, purpose. This is an American Saison. It's a farmhouse ale. It's got 38 eboos and is 8.5%. And it's, it's very good. Delicious. Yeah. It's yeah. very delightful. It's, it's yeah, pretty damn yeah, good. Yeah, it's, it's, it's your classic sort of like funky farmhouse. It's got that nice yeasty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's like not too funky, not, not too, funky too easy. At all. No. It's like a very classic. Like, I feel like you would hold this up as like, this is what a farmhouse tastes like. Yeah. yeah. There's he's, a very good example. He's good. He's good yes. one. He's very good. Yes. All right. Well, stick around. Get ready for part two of Unsolved Mysteries. You can't solve them. Hey, everybody. It's your old pal, Engineer Bob. It's not my birthday today, but it is Fancy Tunas. And I was going to say something nice to her, but she walked away. Hey, guess what? We have a bunch of great social media websites that you can go hang out and talk to us on. we got a Twitter at... Booze and Brews. And we've got a Facebook at... Booze and Brews. And we've got an Instagram at... Booze and Brews Podcast. And don't forget, we got a upcoming Patreon-exclusive giveaway, not unlike the one that we just did last week. Mm-hmm. So what you got to do is you got to go to patreon.com slash booze and brews, sign up to one of the many incredible reward tiers, such as the $1 where you get to see my show sketches, or the $5 where you get audio episodes, $10 video episode, and you get all that great stuff. So you get the content, and then you get entered into this drawing. And we're going to give away more great crap. You're going to love it. We have the we're going to love it. We have the best crap. Can't wait for you to be there. And now, back to the show. Birthday friend. Yeah. Birthday friend. Yeah. 
It's yeah. your turn. It's your turn. Yeah, your turn to tell a story about a thing you want to talk about. Okay, guys. Tell so, me a thing about a thing you want to talk my about. My first thing was like, I was going to do an unsolved mystery mm-hmm. and I was going to talk about the Mandela effect and like the Bernstein, Berenstein bears and all of that. It was way too fucking much. And I was like, I can't do it. It's too, I, it's too much fucking explaining. I can't do it. It's I'm big. Gonna, I'm going to pick this other topic. Turns out, just as fucking explaining. <laughs> I was like, I was literally writing out these notes, but like, why did I do this to myself for my birthday episode? I gave myself a very detailed book report. Yeah. Or I have to explain American history to everybody. <laughs> but it's fun. It's but like a mystery. It's worth it. Because I am going to tell you. Because you are America. I am America. And I'm going to tell you about the lost colony of Roanoke. Yes. Which I don't oh. know if it's something you ever like covered. It's normally glossed over fairly quickly in yes. U.S. history classes. But it's fucking fascinating. Everybody's writing Buckle cro- up. Cro- chromatams on the trees yeah. and shit. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we start our story. In the year of our Lord, 1583. That's a, a while long time ago. ago. 1583. Long ass Elizabeth time. Queen? Open on Queen Elizabeth the first, Yeah. Sitting majestically atop her throne. Gross uh, pink cheeks. Her like, yeah, pockmarked skin. Her like number one A explorer man has just died. R.I.P. Mr. R.I.P. Explorer Man. No, was no, it no. not Sir Walter? No, 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 no. It's a different guy before okay. him. Okay. PR. This is a pre before Raleigh. Okay, pre Raleigh. Um, so number one Explorer Man has just died, and she's like, "Cool, I need new Explorer Men." Obviously, no one man is good enough to cover my number one explorer man. So I'm going to give half of my explorerness to his brother or son. I forget which, mm-hmm. and the other half to this young upstart named Walter Raleigh. Yeah. Um, so that's Walter. He's got a nice dick. He's Walter. Sure. Um, so Queen Elizabeth I grants Walter Raleigh the charter to explore and colonize, quote, southern new lands that were, quote, un-Christian occupied oh boy. within uh, the new world. So okay. basically she's like, she's given this other guy the northern part, which is basically from like, I think it's Newfoundland up. Okay. And okay. everything south of that is Walter Raleigh. However, most of that is at this point owned by the Spanish. Yes. Britain and Spain not don't like friends each other. No, no, at no this like point. each other so no. much. Yes. So she gives Sir Walter Raleigh, she's like, no, she gives Walter Raleigh, he's not a sir. Yeah. She gives Walter Raleigh, she's like, okay, cool. You can do the southern part, which is the much shittier part of this deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's anyway, also. We want that Viking territory up there in Newfoundland. Yes. And it's also, it's like uh, the Sony Marvel deal with Spider Man. Oh. You you use it or you lose it. Gotcha. So if he doesn't get over there and establish if some sort of a colony. you don't make a Fantastic Four movie in Newfoundland yeah. every five years, then I'm you lose it back. taking the rights back. Yeah. Pretty much. So he's like, cool, I got to get fucking over there and start making my Spider-Man movie. Okay. Um. So in so that happened in 83. In 84, he's he like, kissed somebody I'm gonna, upside down. I'm going to fuck you. Oh. In the rain. In the rain. <laughs> um, so then in 84, he's like, I'm fucking sending people. He was never able to go himself until much later because Queen Elizabeth wouldn't let him go. I think she was fucking him. Yeah. Mm. Um. So that she, is the theory. Because she was like, I won't let him leave my side. So he was like, cool, but like, I have, I have to, to go, go explore, explore this new world or I'm going to lose all this land you just no. gave me. Yep. So he's like, cool. So he has to keep sending people like in his stead because he can't Send go Send another explorer. Yes. I need your dick. I'm looking for deep dicking. Deep dicking. I'm married sticking. to my country, but I'm, I'm fucking you. It's <laughs> my, this has been my Queen Elizabeth voice. Um, so then, eighty four, he sends uh, he sends ships over. Um, the ships find Roanoke, which is an island. It's an island off the coast of what is, I believe, current day North Carolina. Carolina. Sure. Um, and it's sort of like it's right at a point where it doesn't 
connect directly to the ocean. It's like in a little bit of a bay or a cove, so it's protected. So you're like a little bit hidden from any Spanish galleons that might be going up and down the coast. But you're off of this big river, so it's really easily accessible right by the ocean. It's mm. a great waterfront property. Yes, yeah. and it's pretty... Highly desirable real estate. And it's pretty far inland to the point where they think... Pacific Ocean is like right over that. Oh God, it's, oh, it's like, like yeah. right yeah. there. They kept being like, "Well, the Pacific Ocean is right there." Nah, bitch. Spoiler alert: It was not. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he sends folks over. They find Roanoke. He's like, this is a great island. It's surrounded by a bunch of other islands. On all these other islands, there's a bunch of native peoples yep. who live there, and mm-hmm. the native peoples very friendly. The Spanish have been coming in and like trading with them, and like the. The British are like, they're going to love us because we're not Spanish. Mm. And, the, and Native Americans are like, we don't fucking know the difference, but yeah. we'll, we'll make wampum. That's fine. Yeah, you're all fucking but whiteies to it's me. It's fine. Yeah. Um, so the people are friendly and helpful. This got this great beachfront property. Um, all this land, they're like teaching them how to farm. They're mm-hmm. like, this is fucking amazing. Um, so the ships come back in 85. They Walter Raleigh tells Queen Elizabeth, we've discovered basically the Garden of Eden. This is fucking amazing. So good, so great. Yep. Spain is going to pay for it. We should and definitely Spain go here. Spain is for incredible. This is the best place to be. Please bury your head in my breast. They, yeah. even, they even brought back two uh, sons from native tribes from the area to like be like, see, we're friends. Oh, it's cool. Boy. No, they like voluntarily went with okay, them. Okay, they didn't they were, like, steal them. No, no, no. Okay. They were like, we want to go see the new world at this point they're very friendly with each other they mm. have no reason not to be well it's not like they're coming in being like this is mine now they yeah. don't they they not don't yet. understand that yet yeah not yet and they're they don't have any reason to fear these newcomers yeah and the newcomers are like cool they're just letting us do whatever we want right now that's fine they don't have mm-hmm. a reason to believe that they think about land ownership any differently than we do. exactly yeah. um so the queen elizabeth I is like fucking wet for this she's like yes i love it Walter, you're fucking Walter getting it. Walter, extremely moist, Walter. Yeah, and then she knights him. This is how he becomes Sir Ooh. Walter Raleigh because mm. because of the f- his, his people, people found an island. Yep, pretty much, yes. and All like right. brought back some brown people. Oh, okay, touch you with a sword, and you can touch me with your sword later. <laughs> so then she uh, okay. she thank you declares the new land Virginia. Ooh, um, because and she's then, a virgin queen, and she declares uh, Walter Raleigh knighted. And uh, she grants him all of these Virginian lands. So he's like the governor, whatever, whatever, of all. He owns Virginia. He gets to have Virginia. He gets to have Virginia. That's pretty cool. So he's like awesome. But again, (laughs) hey ho. He's got to keep people there because it's a use it or lose it deal. Right. So he's like, yeah, I found this great place. And she's like, awesome. It's now called Virginia. Go bring gold. me gold. And oh, he's God. like, okay, so I got to go. That's, that's not how I gotta that get works. That fucking gold. That's why they went to America. They thought it was full of fucking gold. Oh, Spoiler alert. No. It's not. No. It's full of bullshit. So then, so then we start well, on uh, what that later becomes called the Lane Colony. Lane, L-A-N-E. Uh-huh. So okay. he was like, he sends out a much bigger group of people to go set up shop right. on Roanoke. Yes. Um, he sends seven ships and about 600 men. And these are like soldiers and workers and farmers and laborers. These are like hardy, brawny men. Men. Yes. These men, men, men make men, paper men, towels. Men. 
um they're brawny brawny i get it that's uh, very good so they're they're on their way over they hit all kinds of storms like boats get lost boats oh, sink they ended up in like bermuda Oops. they were supposed to all meet there not everyone met there some people <laughs> fucked off and just went north to newfoundland for some fucking reason and like, that's you know why all the british are now pasty weaklings yeah. <laughs> because they lost all their all brawnies their in this men. expedition pretty much so there's a lot of fucking trouble Oops. but uh some of the ships finally make it to where to roanoke okay um, but their like main supply ship has just fucked off. They have no idea where it is. It didn't meet at the rendezvous point and it oh, didn't shit. go to the final destination. So they don't know where it fuck it is. Oh no. And they hear these rumors that like the Spanish have seen all the ships coming in. So the Spanish are probably gonna come check this out. Yeah, they see a bunch of ships going here, there, and everywhere, and they're yeah. like, but uh, time to visit. Like from here to Bermuda, yeah. just fucking and fucking off Canada, all over the goddamn like, ocean. The <laughs> Let's um, get some coconuts, bitches. Also, don't know if you've heard of the Spanish Armada, but they're pretty strong boatsmen was, over was, in Spain. Yeah. They were good boatsmen. Um, so they, so they're like, okay, they've set it. They're setting up shop. They're like trying to build a colony, build an establishment, right. but they don't have any of their supplies. So they're having to rely a lot on the natives to like teach them how to harvest corn, like Man, trade a, with them to get food, the figure out how to get Thanks fresh for water. And the natives are like, cool, we'll help you. That's fine. Everything works out pretty good for a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. And then at one point, the dude who's like in charge of this colony finds one of his cups is missing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, where's cup. my cup? And everyone's like, I don't know where your cup is. And then at some point, someone's like, the natives stole your cup. Why? And then Why goes would you to the say natives that? and he's like, yo, did you take my cup? And they were like, no, we didn't take your cup. And he was like, okay, well, I think you're lying. So the only it's time ob- to burn the mother the down. The only obvious plan of action is to burn all of your village and crops to the ground. What the as fuck? Payment it's a cup. For stealing my cup. It's a cup. I can't. And I can only imagine that after the raising of this beautiful, like <laughs> yes, native village, native village, of friendly native people, he found his cup two days later <laughs> under his bed. Yeah, Could tell no one buried it nope. in the forest. Yes, right. in the forest. Uh, so as you can imagine. Yeah. The natives not so friendly after this. No, I wouldn't be. Um, but they start to build what is the first fort of Roanoke. Okay. okay. These guys. Um, so then they're like, okay, we're here. We're good. We're going to stay here because we're supposed to stay here. Yeah. Because we have to use it or lose it. We have to fucking right. stay. Right. Right. We're going to send this one guy back to England to be like, don't worry. We got it. We're going to find the cup. Don't worry about the cup, guys. It's fine. So they send this one ship back. This but honestly, at this point, the men who are left behind have no supplies. They've now fucked off like to anyone who's off. been nice to them. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, the, just real quick, we could use some more corn. Yeah, so could we. You burned yeah, our yeah, shit yeah, to the ground, you dicks. They it. literally burned all of their crops. What so they idiot. were like, and it's it's like the East Coast. So it's about to get cold and shit's going to stop growing. Idiots. Um, so, so they're like, okay, we're going to send this one ship back to be like, guys, we're here. We got it. We're not nearly the strength we were supposed to be right. at. And we need more supplies. Send us supplies. Yeah. Uh, we're in desperate need. But along the way, this one ship somehow manages to capture a Spanish galleon along the way. How? And so wow. I, it was like pirateering up and down the coast and it was like it was a little damaged they were able to take over the ship oh, fairly cool. quickly so then they just like fucking towed that shit back home to england and they were like 
uh, like, hey, we found this big Spanish galleon full of like spices and gold and amazing things, but like we really need help. And Queen Elizabeth's just like, you found gold. That's amazing. Excellent oh. success with this colony. No, and like no, but we we, we really need like, help. There's another boat. In no, no, but we like no. needed help. We found this boat in the we ocean. We found it. No, you this found a boat, not, but then you filled it with American. No, it's treasures. not from America. Walter, no I'm very moist again. <laughs> so then, uh, so then, Walter. <laughs> No one comes to help them oh, because no. Queen Elizabeth's like, success, riches, you've done it. Good Ta-da. job, Walter. Stick it in. Congratulations. I'm going to let you put in the pooper today. Do it. Yes. You've earned it. Yeah. Yes. Ooh, yeah. Just, they're just fucking like on a Scrooge McDuck pile of gold. <laughs> they're just like smoke the dragon yes. on their hoard of gold. Oh, these appear to be Spanish doubloons. How strange. <laughs> Keep fucking me, Walter. <laughs> So at this point, the colony that's actually on Roanoke is like, we We're got die. fucking troubles. We got go. Um, so then another boat leaves. And now there's only 107 s- settlers left, which really, they're really more like soldiers than settlers. So there's only 107 of them left. Um, and they have uh, pissed off everyone in their direct yeah. vicinity. So they start like reaching out a little bit, doing some more exploring, uh-huh. trying to meet some new neighbors, maybe that not they burning can- their houses down for cups. <laughs> Um, and they, so they keep visiting other villages and like having talks with these, uh, like other like tribes leaders and stuff. But then pretty much as soon as like they'll go talk with someone and that village is like ravaged by some sort of disease and they'll go talk to someone else. And then that village is like ravaged by disease. So who had the smallpox? Modern day. Who who brought the smallpox? Who brought the smallpox? Uh, so we're pretty certain it was probably smallpox that someone was like a carrier, Carrier. but was unaffected themselves and just. Or, m- or multiple of them were bringing all kinds of fucking random right. diseases that these natives have never, never seen. seen before. Yep. Um, so every time they go to these towns, they're like decimating the population. Yeah. Christ. Um, and then they go to this one town and there's a guy who's nice to them and he gets really sick and he's asked the British like, will you pray for me? And the British are like, yeah, cool, we'll pray for you. And then he gets better. So oh. he's like, oh yeah, it's definitely the British, but like they have the power to like take it back. So we'll just be nice to the British and they'll cure our diseases. Oh, That's oh, not how Jesus. it works. It's not how that works. It's not oh. how any of this works. Oh boy. Um, but So none of this does uh, anything to help with all of the tensions with the locals. Um, so then randomly Sir Francis Drake shows up. He's sure. been like hanging out doing his little Drakey bit, yeah. you know, giving a bunch of gold and winnings and stuff. And he's supposed to stop Hot by wings. the Roanoke yeah. colony on his way back to Britain to like drop off some supplies. So he comes by and he's like, yo, you guys are like super fucked here. You're in trouble. You should definitely leave with me. And they're like, no, we're supposed to stay. We're going to stay. We... We're, we're idiots. It's like fine. Their arms are falling. I'm like, we have orders. It's <laughs> fine. We're going to stay. They <laughs> have no food. They're no. all dying of scurvy. Um, they're like, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. I can just eat dirt to they're live. Like, also, this is a very dumbed down version of history. And any oh, yeah. history teachers listening, don't correct me. I don't care. No. This is my... Ver- this is the tu- history this by tuna. tuna. History by tuna. That's right. Take it with a grain of salt and an ear of maize. History by tuna. Um, So then Francis Drake is like, okay, well, I'll like leave you this boat so you can leave if you want to. I'll leave you one of my boats. I'll leave you the Francis. It's my favorite. Uh, My my name is Francis. Um, So then he's like, okay, well, I'll leave you this one boat. This boat is yours. Uh, and he's still hanging out with the colonists. Huge hurricane comes through, ruins that Bo- fucking boat. Boat's gone. Bye. Uh, and then Francis Drake is like, "Cool. Well, that was that was, that was the boat spare. I was going to leave you. I don't have any other spare boats. I'm not staying. I'm going to go. No boat for Are you. Are you sure you don't want to come yeah. with me? And they're like, "Yeah. You know what? We were wrong. We definitely want to come with you. Oh, this yeah. is bad here. Yeah, this bad is bad." News. 
So they all get on the boat with uh, Francis um, to head back to Britain. And they leave behind uh, three men. Okay. These three men are never seen again. No. Absolutely no idea what happened to these three men. Mm-hmm. But again, these boats that go back. And Francis Drake has been looting and pillaging and fighting the Spanish all up and down the coast. But this is the shipment that goes back to Britain and introduces to Britain tobacco mm. and maize and potatoes. This is the first time Britain has ever seen a potato before. Damn. And Queen Elizabeth is like, again, much riches, much success. Oh, Roanoke is amazing. Yeah. Oh, this smoky weed, which is making me cough, but I do like it quite a bit. I'm very yeah, moist again. <laughs> Meanwhile, just like three men dying, starving to death. To death, yeah. Continuously trying to be stabbed by natives. Walter, I hear three men are being stabbed by natives. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, so these three dudes are gone, and we know that no one ever seen from them again because literally days after Francis Drake's boat leaves, we, yeah. the resupply ship shows up. <gasps> and they're like, where are all the people we left here? And then eventually they figure out, the natives eventually tell them, oh no, they went back with yeah. Francis Drake on his boats. Right. And they're like, but it was supposed but, to, oh fine, I guess we'll stay here. Because you have to use it or lose it situation. Yep, yep. You can't leave the land unoccupied, he will lose his claim on it. Right. And this is all completely bankrolled by Walter Raleigh. Yeah. He's, this is him independently doing. The queen has given oh, him wow. permission to do it, but it's all him. That's his money. money. All his he money. He bought the boats. He bought the mm-hmm. food. He, he sent it all over. All of this is fucking his. He hired those burly men that go fuck off in the ocean. He hired all the pet to paper towel men. Yep. <laughs> All the bronies. Um, I am in search of your paper towliest men. <laughs> so, like, literally days later, the first ship shows up. Over the course of the next two weeks, a whole fleet of oh, resupply God. boats show up. And they're like, we're Where supposed to resupply this colony that doesn't exist. Nope. And no one's here. Whoops. Uh, um, so. They live there now. To read my notes. So, they, it's about 400 more men have come at this point. Uh, they... Uh, again, they have expanded their reach. They're starting to talk to the natives. They're a little bit further out. Hey, we're different. They're trying to be friendly. They're not burning their crops over cups. Well, that's they're good. trying that to be nicer guy to them. was a turd. We know. Nobody likes Phil. Yeah, sorry. Um, so they're like, okay, well, we were a resupply vessel. We were not supposed to stay. So we're going to leave behind 15 people because, mm-hmm. again, we got to keep this yep. land. Mm-hmm. Um, but the rest of us are fucking back to Britain because yeah. that's, that's where I, I was paid to do. I was not paid to stay here in new America. This is no. above my pay grade. Yeah, this yeah. is not. This is, I was not paid enough for this. Um, so they go back. So there's only 15 dudes left. They're pretty much immediately attacked by the yep. locals, the yeah. closer locals. I would be pissed. They, they have like one boat left. All 15 of them get in the boat, fucking head up to Newfoundland. They just fuck right off. They're like, like, nope, we're going to Canada. They're, like, they, they're pretty sure they just became like privateers or pirates up in like the Newfoundland area. Hell yeah. They just lived out the rest of their fucking yeah, days being like, I don't want to die in Virginia. Nope. Yeah, fuck this noise. Yeah. Bunch of natives roll roll up on their horses. <laughs> hey, you the fucking cup guys? <laughs> no. No. You, we, you need we, a fucking cup. We just leaving! I got you caught right here! I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. We're just yeah, leaving. We're getting on the their, boat. We're getting on the boat. Get the fuck on the boat! <laughs> They're just grabbing their nuts the whole yeah. time. And you're just like, I got oh, your boat! I got your boat right here! I got right your here. cup right here! <laughs> I'm gonna dangle my balls in your cup! Uh, yeah, so they fucked off. 
Uh, so then, now it's uh, 1587. Mm-hmm. So this is... Many what's years that? later. Four years into this whole endeavor. Oh, oh it's God. only four. It only takes like a month, maybe six weeks to get back and forth okay. at this point. Um, it's not that long. Um, so uh, the queen is just like, this is amazing. You've brought me tobacco. You've brought me Spanish galleons full of gold. Everything's been These brown, brown people. You this, know is what? this is amazing. They brought back tiny native they brought, boys. They brought two native boys to be like, look, these are the native. They immediately took, oh, them, took back. them back. They didn't All like right. keep them as prisoners. Please Although the, the resupply back. ships did have like slaves on them and stuff, <sighs> which no one knows what happened to the slaves. He oh, just boy. dropped a bunch of random black people off in Virginia like, and Bye. fucked off. Jesus Christ. <laughs> It's really, it's not even in the Wikipedia page. They're like, no one knows what happened to the slaves. I'm like, they obviously just left them in Virginia. Good Lord. I don't think things ended well for those men. No. Anyway, it's 1587. The queen is like, excellent job, Raleigh. I'm so wet for you. You've done such a good job. I think that you should now establish the city of Raleigh. Yeah. You should create the city of Raleigh within the crown jewel of my American lands of Virginia. Right. And he's like, yeah, I would fucking love to. I'm definitely going to set over a bunch of people to set up the city of Raleigh because everything is going very well. Mm-hmm. And all the people who've come back from the new settlement, like, like, this is a shit show. are not actually going that well. I don't think that you should set a settlement up. And he's like, no, no, no. Look, I'm a rich white man. I definitely know, I know what I'm more doing. Than you. Yeah, I'm yeah. a smart man. I mean, look, so, the queen... The loves queen me. loves my dick. Me. I'm obviously a learned man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Bring back Indian boys for moisture. For moisture? <laughs> <laughs> Bring back paper towel men to sop up the moisture. <laughs> three paper towel men, two native boys. <laughs> um, so he it's decides... It's Niagara Falls in here. <laughs> it's a two paper towel night. We haven't discovered that yet. Find it it's so a- that I might make the comparison. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... So he finds this guy whose last name is White. <laughs> Mr. White. Shocking. Uh, <laughs> I think he was in one of the earlier groups. So he's been over there before. I'm like, all right, you know America. You're a white man. Your name is White. Yeah. You're perfect. I mean, it's right there. You should definitely be the governor of my city of Raleigh. Totally. Uh, this is city, C-I-T-T-I-E, by the way. Ooh. Um, city, almost like titty. Yeah, city. <laughs> it's the titty of Raleigh. Ah, titty Raleigh. The crowned titty of Raleigh. Um, so he's like, great. I'm going to set up a city because... It's obviously fine there. It's awesome. They're bringing all yeah, this I mean, cool stuff back. Everybody so tells gonna, me it's great. What we're going to do is we're going to send actual settlers to start like random ha- people. People are going to sure. fucking live there now. So filthy they get, randos. So they get together a group of 115 settlers. Okay. 50 Most, filthy randos. They're mostly like Poor. London middle class people. Oh. No, they're like they're like cobblers and bakers and like seamstresses and stuff. Yeah. They're like not the fancies that right. went to Jamestown. We're going to get to it. But they're like they're working class people. Right. And Mr. White um, and him and his wife go and his daughter, Eleanor, and her husband, Mr. Dare. Mm-hmm. Dare, yeah. Sure. Um, and, to keep kids and off And Eleanor Dare is pregnant. Wow. Um, and so he's, his wife and his daughter and his soon-to-be grandchild are like all part of these 115 settlers uh, that are going to go over there. So uh, they go over in three ships. Um, one of them is like, okay, we're going to go in and like drop off the settlers and then the rest of us are going to like search around the area. So like, for what? Two, uh, like two ships go into like drop, um, it's got, uh, details are confusing. Yeah, yeah, exploratory. But, okay. Just but basically it. what happened is like two ships come in 
And one of them is like, we're going to wait for you. Two ships enter, one ship leaves. Yeah, shocker. Ah, he did not stick around. No. The, like, whoever fancy man was left on that boat, which is like, it's my boat now, and I say we go north. And they just fucking fucked off and left them there. Everybody and fucks off to everybody Newfoundland. Fucks off. And, yes, because that's where they know there are people and there are goods. That's and where there the party are, is. Yes. That's party town. And so the people are kind of like, wait, where are you, where are you going? Come back. Go no. to Newfoundland. And they're like, it'd be great. Okay. I, okay, bye. Oh, okay, we didn't know where because they just were like, "There's no exact map to where the Roanoke Colony is." Oh God! Mm-hmm. So they're just like, "It's in this general vicinity," and this boat that was supposed to like drop us off and then go find it just fucked, fucked off. off. So we're like, "Okay, I guess start walking and let's oh. fucking find it." Jesus! So they start walking. They find it the next day. Okay, well, good. Um, <laughs> my notes are like. Tries to scout, fucks off. Yeah. Um, so eventually they find the fort, the fort of Roanoke, which is supposed to be, you know, they left. Yep. The last they knew, there were these 15 men who were left there. Mm-hmm. Yep. The fort is like in complete disarray. It's completely overgrown by melons. Oh. Wild melons. But they were happy for that food. Melons. Oh, yeah. Um, and the only thing they could wild find to prove melons. that there were ever people living there were they find Walter, shit. please bring wild They found horse apples? Remind you of me? Uh, no, they find bones. Oh, oh shit! They find bones. So probably all fifteen of those British boys did not make it to yep. the boat. No, no, they didn't. Um, so they're like, okay, well, we're gonna set up shop. I mean, this doesn't scare me at all. We have women and children. We're here to make a town. So they start to like, you know, rebuild uh, and fortify and all this stuff. Got some good bones here. We can use these bones to make a tent. Have you seen these fucking bones? There's a real shit out of them. Um, So they're like, we're going to reach out to the natives. Now (laughs) the closest natives are a tribe called the Croatoans, Mm -hmm. which are on an island also called Croatoan. Yeah. Convenient for the white people. Yeah. And then on August 18th, 1587, Eleanor White, now Eleanor Dare, uh, goes into labor and gives birth to the, quote, first baby Christian born in the New World. Oh, boy. This is the first baby born in America, first sure. white baby born in America. Uh, she names her Virginia. Aw. So Virginia Aww. Dare. There is also reports that, like, some seamstress went into labor at the same time, and they, like, didn't let her have her baby until fancy Eleanor had Aww. her baby first. So her baby would be the first one born in the New World. Jesus. And the other baby was born, like, immediately after. Yeah. Or like was born before, but they were just like, nope, she was no, later. No, Don't no, worry about no, it. Don't worry about I'll it. I'll be damned if some smelly cobbler's infant comes before the fancy yeah. one. Because again, they're like working class people of London, yeah. Yeah. right? Also, two pregnant women on this fucking boat. That Ugh. seems scary. Yikes. There aren't enough pickles in the world. Yikes. <laughs> Um, or ice cream. So, or ice cream. So they're like, look, this is not actually the best place. Everyone around here hates us. We should probably like move this settlement. Yeah, maybe. And there are no supplies here. We thought we were coming to a place that like Had was stuff. a little bit thriving. There's fucking nothing here. We need help. Like we we need them to send us more shit if we have to build an entire town from yeah. scratch. Yeah. Um. So then Governor White is like. Okay, I'll, I'll go wood. back to Britain. I'll order more wood. I'll mm-hmm. put in the order with HomeDepot.com right now. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I'll go pick it up. I'll be ready right and back. we'll be back. Yeah. I'll go pick it up and I'll bring it right back. So he gets on one of the boats and he goes back to Britain to get more help. By the time he gets back to Britain, Britain is fully engulfed in a war with Spain. Oh, no. Oh, no. And the queen is like, oh, my gosh, you're back from Roanoke. Amazing. Let I love I can't I, wait to see my shipments. I would love to use your boat to help, to help fight, fight the Spanish. Yep. 
It's not your boat anymore. It's my boat. Your boat now serves at the pleasure of the majesty. Yeah. Majesty. Um, so. Your majesty's secret boat. Majesty's secret boat. So his boat is taken. The boat stays on the water, water. He can't get another boat (laughs) because all the boats are being used to fight the Spanish. It takes him three years. Whoa. Oh my God. He was literally supposed to be gone for like two months. He left his wife, he left his daughter, and his brand new baby granddaughter. Oh my God. Um, Oh my God. It took him three fucking years. And then Walter Raleigh was able to like get him on another boat that was like going to do some pirateering down in like the Bahama area. And they were like, look, we're sending like seven boats down there. We'll send one of them to drop you off along the way with some supplies. Like we'll, we'll add, we'll make you a stop on our lift pool. Yeah. But like, this isn't even our main goal because Walter Raleigh doesn't really care about any of these. No, he doesn't. So again, it's three years later. Uh, They show. So he finally gets to the privateering vessels, whatever. He finally gets back to where he's supposed to be. And it's like nighttime. But they can see. So they can't go on land because they're like, we don't actually know what's there. It's been three years. We've heard nothing. Mm -hmm. Right. But they can see plumes of smoke as if like someone is having a fire. They get close enough to where they can see there are fires. Yep. They're like, okay, someone's there. So they, uh, they like anchor their boat off the coast. They like start singing like British songs very loudly to try and like, hey, we're here. Let the people know like, hey, if you're British, we're British. Yeah. The great thing about England is it's English. And boop boop dinosaur boop. It's a great song. Um. So then when the morning comes and the light comes, they go in to investigate. They find fresh, fresh tracks in the sand, but they don't seem to come from anywhere or lead to anywhere. Oh. And they find absolutely no proof of any of those fires that they saw the night before. Oh. Wait, what? And they're like, that's so weird. And on the way, they pass by the island of Croatoan, which yeah. is like where the, the natives were, and they don't see any people there either. Oh. But they're like, okay, we'll, we'll go back to them, but we like got to go to our people first. So they so they they make landfall. They go in, um, and then as they start to walk towards where the fort, where the village is, air quotes village. They yep, assume yep, it's a village where now. It would be. They find a tree that has the word the letters C R O carved into the trunk, and they're like, sure. "That's weird." And then as they get closer, they find the settlement, and they find that the exterior walls have been fortified. They've basically built an entire fort mm-hmm. around what they assume at one point was a settlement. But there's fucking nothing there. There's no buildings. Mm -hmm. There's no stuff. There's Mm -hmm. nothing. And there haven't been for a very long time. And on Multiple years, I would imagine. And on one of the posts on the exterior of the fort, the new fort that was not there when Mr. White left, is the word Croatoan. Which, by the way, every time I read it, I read Croatian. It's not. It's (laughs) Croatoan. Um, It has been carved into the post. Here is the peculiar thing. Uh-huh. It's carved in Cause English. Because you, you would think, okay, the settlers said, we can't stay here. Nope. We're going to go to the Croatoan people yep. because they're friendly yep. and we're having troubles because yes. we've been left alone for three years. Here's the thing, though. The settlers worked out with Governor White this super secret spy code of like, if we leave you a message, we are going to leave it with this very specific cross. Yes. To be like, that way you'll know it's from us and no one but us knows that this is our super secret code to mean that it's from us. Okay. And none of these carvings have the the super super secret cross on them. Ooh. Is it that the the cross was going to be a carving with it? Yes. So it was going to be like, Croatoan cross. 
across. So you'd be like, okay, it was them. They went to Croatoan. That's where they went. This was not carved under duress. They carved their special code. Because no one would make them carve the special thing. No one else knew about it. Only the settlers did. Um, But it's not there. Um, and they, uh, the Mr. Walter, or whatever, is like, I, um, before I left, I like buried some of my special stuff here yeah. because I, I thought I was coming right back. So he like buried his shit. Yeah. Um, and they dig it up and his shit's still there. But like his wife knew where he buried his shit. And she didn't take his shit. And it was, it was not taken when they, and they like literally took down buildings. Like there's no buildings. Right. Uh, there's nothing. Are you sure they took down the buildings? Someone did. I don't think it was them. But that doesn't explain the, the existence of fires that weren't there the night uh-huh. before. Uh-huh. Footsteps that go nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so there's absolutely no uh, signs of life at all. So they're like, okay, well, they must have like gone to Croatoan. So let's they, go. I'm not going to, boats are difficult they tried to go over there. Something happened to one of the anchors in the mast and the boat. And they were like, look, we can't get that far inland now. If we do, we're definitely going to wreck our boat. And then we'll be fucking stuck here. Yeah. We can't go there. Can't get there from here. Right. So we got to go back to England. And Governor White is like, you can't fuck off to England. We got to find family. my fucking wife. My yeah. wife and baby. Um, And so he's like, okay, best case scenario, we'll go to the Bahamas. We'll like winter in the Bahamas. Yeah. We'll come back. We'll get a vacation there. We'll get a better boat. We'll come back. They hit some fucking storms. They can't actually winter in the Bahamas. They have to fuck all the way back to England. And he's like, but my My family. family. Yeah. Like they're dead, motherfucker. Yeah, them shits are gone. Oh, no, but they're not dead. What? Oh, no, no, but they're not dead. See, because Mr. Walter Raleigh cannot allow these settlers to be dead. Oh, God, Because if they're dead, he's lost his claim on the land. So he's like, oh, no, they're alive. They're just somewhere else. We just don't know where they are. So he refuses to, like, validate any deaths from this. So, like, families that are like... That are like, we're trying to figure out... This makes me very depressed, Walter! So he's trying to figure out, like... Uh, like families of people who have lost people in the Roanoke settlement are like, like what we fuck? need you to declare our dad dead so that we can split up his estate. And yeah. Walter Raleigh's like, no, no, but he's not dead for years. He just refuses because he's like, oh wow. no, they're not dead because that would fuck me over. The fucking so fuck arrogance, the rest man. Of you. Yeah, he's a dickhead. We're gonna get to that too. Um, yeah. So a bunch of fam- at one point he like does it for one person, and then a bunch of other families tried to get like, him to do it. He was like, no, I said no, and I meant no. Yeah. Um, Holy crap. So then in 1595, um, mm-hmm. so you will note, this is, this it's is five like years later. Five year, yeah. This is five years later. Um, he's like, okay, we're going to send a air quotes rescue mission to search for the settlers. But really, and this, and he's going to do it himself. He's going to go and he's going to find the settlers. Sure you are. Uh, he was not actually interested in following, finding the settlement no, at all. he doesn't care. He was on his fucking mythical search for El Dorado. This was oh, when he went God. off to look for fucking that. He sailed right by Roanoke, the island. Waved. And everyone was like, symbol. do you want to stop and no. like see where the settlers are? And he was no. like, mm, the like, weather's really bad. We definitely can't stop. We have to keep going. Doesn't even try. It's, it's 72 and sunny. Um, no, like, no, we don't no, care. No, no, no. But that's what he claimed the whole mis- mission was. And then in 1602... So again, this is seven years after that. He sends another rescue mission. Sure. But really. To the Bahamas. No, but he sends it to that area to like uh, basically 50 miles up of where they were. And he's like, yeah, we're going to go find the settlers at Roanoke. But really what he was doing was because the price of sassafras had skyrocketed. Oh, jeez. And there was a huge sassafras grove right there, which he knew because of other people who had come and gone over the years. 
she was like yeah he got permission from the queen and money from the queen to like send this mission to go rescue the settlers uh-huh. but really he was going to get a bunch of fucking sassafras to make money for himself of again course. sailed right by never stopped never stopped look he's Did purchased not a lot of them. boats a lot of brawny boys and there's not been a lot of return yeah. on this investment um, so that Sassafras is gonna yeah. fucking save him and also people now are like we haven't seen or heard from anyone in this Roanoke colony for like 15 years yeah, they're like all... maybe this you don't have a claim on this land anymore so he's like no yeah. no no rescue mission and instead he's really going to get Sassafras uh, so then in 1603 next year yeah uh, Raleigh is uh, imprisoned because of his uh, connection to the quote main plot which was at this point Elizabeth is dead yeah King James V and or the first depending uh, Mary on Queen of Scots son we've talked about this before mm-hmm. has taken over has merged Britain and Scotland he's now the king of England mm-hmm. apparently Sir Walter Raleigh fucking pissed about it and is uh, conspiring with a bunch of other fancy doodles to overthrow James and put someone else in command uh, someone who's actually British right. he gets found out he gets put in prison yep. he gets all of his money taken away and now Virginia's not his anymore. No. No more claim to the land. Um, well, good. I'm glad. Yeah, that shit coming. So then he was like, okay, it's not his land anymore. It's free for all. Anyone could go. So then a bunch of people went in 1603 after he was like taken away for it to try and find the settlers and make their own claim. They were all instantly killed by the natives. Yeah, <laughs> I Nobody imagine. Nobody made back alive. Um, then in you got any cups over there, you <laughs> son of a bitch? You got your cup right here. Yeah. <laughs> So then in... Tom Hawk to your fucking face! (laughs) (laughs) Shut up! Motherfucker! So then in uh, 1607 is when the Virginia Company bands together and founds Jamestown. You will also note that that is the Virginia Company. This is what is called a joint venture. Ah. Because Walter Raleigh Mm. fucked this up so badly that Britain was like, one dude can't be in control of this shit anymore. We have to let a bunch of people be in charge of this. So now it's a a big group effort. Yes. So people can't just forget colonies of women and children. Oh my my God. Um... Things we're not going to talk about Jamestown. Things didn't go well for them. No, either it's fine. But they, you know what? They didn't find the Roanoke colony. <laughs> yeah, that's um, all you need to know. Yes, many, many years, many, many moons in the early 1700s. There was an explorer named John Lawson who started exploring the area, and he was like an avid historian. Mm-hmm. And he started talking to a bunch of locals, and he realized like some of these locals uh, are like wearing European fashions and like have European accents. This is. 110 years after the Roanoke settlers went missing. Right. It's probably influenced from other British and European yes. settlers who have come at this point. For mm-hmm. sure. But he's just like, okay, well, this is obviously where the Roanoke people went. They just right. merged themselves with this tribe. Some of these people in this tribe have gray eyes. They're obviously like part of these white people. Uh-huh. Except it's been over 100 years. 100 years. Probably other white people. Yeah. Um, but he does find the original like uh, ruins of the Fort Roanoke. So he's like, this is where the original settlement was. Because right. again, there's no maps. Right. Because no one's making it back and forth. Yeah. So there's no map of like, this is where home is. Right. So he's like, he finally finds where it is. There's like a big uh, thing, a memorial there now. So you can go visit it because they now know exactly where it was. Um, But yeah, so he finds the fort. But again, he can find absolutely no proof of what happened to these settlers on Roanoke. Wow. And they find these like graves of Europeans in, a, in another like uh, island yeah. but then they like did carbon testing on them they're not from the Old right enough. time frame huh. so they have all these theories the biggest theory is that they were just integrated into the local tribes that they just forgot to carve the cross into their they did forgot their super secret message yeah. and they were just integrated into the other local tribes 
Here's my problem with that. Every time white people went into local tribes, those tribes were decimated by disease. By disease. That's yeah. a really good point. And none of the local tribes were. Because you could have conversations with them, but once you started to move in and live with them, you were definitely Everybody bringing your smallpox. Small small yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's also let's the, say like a local tribe that was like no 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 you use our blankets <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you you have to go in the airlock live there for 10 days get yep. rid of all your germs <laughs> then you come with <laughs> us um, there's also a theory that they at some point over the course of the three years were like fuck this and tried to return to Britain on their own they broke down their own houses to re- build a boat, boat and the sure. boat shipwrecked somehow or got stuck or went somewhere else okay um, look we've got cobblers we've got seamstresses we can make a boat plus it was a fairly common thing where like if you were shipwrecked you would just build a new boat that was yeah. a thing people used to do in the 1500s they were building boats back you then build a boat. you just knew how to build a boat back then I, if, without Google, I would not know how to do anything. I, pfft, yeah, can barely cook food. Yeah. Um, so there's also the theory that they were attacked by natives and they've all died. But if that is true, they have never found the graves. Nor, nor, well, they found some bones. They're from the wrong era. Yeah. No, but they use all parts of the buffalo, and they use all parts, <laughs> all parts of, of the, the white man. invading when, white man. But when the white men died in the fort before, they found bones. Remember when they like showed up at one point and it was overgrown with melons and bones? Those bones were a warning. <laughs> That's what the use of those bones. They were just tossed in the ocean. There aren't going to be any yeah, bones. They were eaten by crabs. Yeah. They think maybe they were attacked by the Spanish and kidnapped by the Spanish. Oh, okay. That's a good it's one. It's possible, except the Spanish never made it that far. And the British had started rumors that Roanoke was this like huge thriving colony with like massive fortifications. Oh, so the Spanish were a little bit afraid of it. Right. So they probably wouldn't have gone. And if they had gone and taken everyone, they would have been like, we got your fucking Roanoke. Yeah, you know. we found it. And we, guess what? It was kind of shitty. Yeah. Yeah. And there's also this theory. There's three guys making boots. That's it. <laughs> there's also this theory that these people who hated Walter Raleigh sent over a boat, killed all of the settlers, burned all the bodies in the buildings because they wanted the settlement to be a failure because they wanted Raleigh to lose his claim on the land uh-huh. because he was starting to make moves, which eventually got him imprisoned. Right. Um, so basically, they were just trying to like hasten his decline yeah uh but then it didn't matter because and then they could never claim it because they killed 115 innocent people um but yeah no one knows what happened oh i like it um there are two like other random little things so there's another thing called the cora tree mm-hmm. which they uh, years later found another tree that's close enough that it could have been like within the original settlement of roanoke that said cora on it mm-hmm. and apparently cora is a. Uh, it's the name. Of, it's kind of like the name of a tribe, but the tribe is spelled incredibly differently. But maybe white people can't spell, right? Uh, which was much farther inland, so maybe they went way fucking further inland. Yeah. Was there a cross on that one? No. Yeah. But you know, they kept feeling like they literally thought the Pacific Ocean is like just on the other yeah, side of Virginia. Um, so maybe they moved westward, ho, trying to find the Pacific Ocean. Yeah. Ended up in Alabama. Got real confused. Got so confused. Uh, they're like, why are we in Ohio? <laughs> um, but uh, the Cora is also uh, an Americanized version of a Native American legend of an evil witch. Oh, who could, they got like, eaten by witches. Take over and possess people and like, like turn them into spirits. So Ooh. maybe the whole colony was like bewitched and taken over. Mm. I like it. They also at one point found these stones, which they call the Dare Stones, because they're sto- they're actually like tablets that were like engraved someone trying to write something in a way that would last right and it was written by eleanor dare who gave birth to virginia dare the first baby born in christian baby born in the new world um and the first one they found 
they think may be authentic and talks about like them being there and them having hard times and them not knowing what to do and my dad is fucked off and that I'm stuck here with right. this baby. And then after that, there's a bunch of other ones that like the carbon dating does not match up on oh. and like the handwriting is not the same. Mm-hmm. And they like explain that they just, oh, we moved in with villagers and we're happy now and we're Indians and everything's fine and don't look for us. But they're huh. like in a completely different like vernacular yeah. from stones like of a different typed, era. It's like typed my typed letters. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and they're pre—they think they're like fifty-fifty that the first one is real. They know the other ones are not real. Wow, is that fucking weird. But at, yeah, at, no one has any idea. I think the integration with the local tribes makes the most sense. Yeah, but then why didn't everyone get sick? I mean, unless because like Virginia. Uh, she's a baby. She's three years old by the time. Because her grand, they literally so landed on the beach to come back to them. To her grandfather coming home to her on her third birthday. It was exactly three years. So I mean, we also she's don't know not how nomadic be, any of those tribes were. They weren't. They lived on that island. So for hundreds of years, the the, uh, the people were still there in the 1700s. They're start, like the Smithsonian is doing um, DNA testing with people who are descendants of the Croatoan oh. people to see if they have like any British. European ancestry that they can date back to that point. And up to this point, they they uh, maybe they don't have a large enough sample group, but up to this point, they say no. no. Because I was like, I could see Virginia maybe being taken in and surviving because she was born in America. She's not going to be exposed to the same smallpox bullshit. Yeah. So I could see her being not a carrier. But breast milk. There you go. They were feeding all the natives breast milk. Maybe that's it. Maybe they moved into the new village. They had two pregnant women just gave birth. Yeah. They just started milking them like cows. Right. And then they fed the natives, got inoculated against smallpox, lived happily ever after. Maybe that's, you know what? Maybe that's that's it. I think that's this is it. the most likely scenario of all the ones I've heard. Milking pregnant women. Mm-hmm. That's, that's it. it. That's so that for, my... for smallpox boobs milk. Yep. yep. So that is the story <laughs> of the lost colony of Roanoke. No one knows what happened. Don't we watch, do. Don't oh, watch the it. American Horror Story season oh. about it. It's all bullshittery. Yes. Uh, which brings me to my beer. So the beer I picked, uh, this is my birthday. I just picked a beer that I wanted to drink. And so I picked the More More from Barley West. Um, which is one of our local breweries out here in Los Angeles. It's a Belgian-style quad. Yep. Um, I picked it because it literally has Vanessa butterflies on it. It has yes. monarch butterflies on the label. That's you. Uh, which is a Vanessa butterfly. Oh. Um, and who doesn't like a fucking Belgian quad? It's 10%. 10%. Yeah, it's a little raisiny, but it's not overpowering. The more no. it's opened up, the more I've liked it. Yeah. It's actually... For Barley, it's pretty good. Yeah. I guess it's Barley West. It's not the Barley. Yeah, no. It's it's one of those. It's a different... Uh, everything the that they've done... here, the better it's gotten. Yeah, I love this brewery. Yeah. It's... um, It is it's not... It's still a lot. I wouldn't have... If I drank this whole can, I would have a headache. Yes. Yeah, agreed. But it's not too... It's not too syrupy. It's not too raisiny. Like, you can almost get yeah, a it's Belgian sweet. flavor. It is definitely sweet. It is 10%. But you don't get that, like, syrupy, very heavy, like, you're just drinking liquid sugar. Yeah, it does yeah. not taste like liquid raisin. Not yeah. at all. And that I really, really like about it. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it drinks like a 10%. No. no, it's you could get in trouble with this. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, look at that. They're a solar-powered brewery. Oh, yeah. totally. I like them even more. Well, hey, this is a part of the show where I get to pick a winner. Uh, I don't like Vanessa, but it's her birthday. <laughs> <laughs> so you win. Oh, <laughs> will take it. I don't like you either. <laughs> I don't like Vanessa, but it's her birthday. <laughs> Yay. Hey, Happy birthday to me. Yes. 
All right, you guys, thank you so much for sticking with us. We know it was a long one this week. Yes. We got to solve these mysteries. Yes, we do. Come back next week. We'll be back on track. There'll yes. be more, more booze. And more bros. So cheers. Cheers. <laughs>